and and so some birds like like a Disney princess bring like her her cover her robe her slip her oh, uh, I don't know what that is. I think that's called a house coat. Maybe? There should be an entire podcast of men trying to like <laughs> name like women's clothes. Our favorite part of the movie or show are the credits at the start and the end. The songs of like a long lost friend. Credits score where credits get the credit they're due. You got an intro ready? Because I do. You have an intro ready? Yeah. Well, then why are you even asking? Well, all right. Welcome, ladies and germs, to the podcast that gives credit the credit they're due. Oh, my God. Your wife, Sarah, is going to be so upset with that (laughs) intro. Damn it. Uh, Anyways, this is the Credit Store Podcast. I'm Gary Dudak. And I'm Max Miller. Hey, Max, uh, what's the word? Uh, The bird. No, 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 no. What is the word? I like how we play it like... They didn't download this episode and see what movie or TV show we're doing. And like we it's like a big reveal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, the word is Greece. Greece, Greece is the word. Is the word yeah. today, anyways. Um, it's never really been my word in my life, but. Oh, I think Greece suits you pretty well, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I guess Greece, it's... Greece E? Greece on my face when yeah. I wake up after a long, long night. Uh, greasy food that i constantly eat that's true after a long long night yeah uh, so yeah i guess you're right grease has been the word for me many a time uh but today especially what would be the word for me hmm anxiety is a word <laughs> i was thinking somewhere <laughs> that's a worse song. i was thinking fret actually or worry uh but anxiety works even better i'd so. like to see that musical <laughs> fret the musical <laughs> fret that sounds fun, actually. It'd be pretty tense. Uh, but yes, Max, today we are doing Grease, not the musical, the movie, the, the movie. motion picture. Based on the musical. Correct. Correct. Based on the book. No. Is no. it really? Uh, no, I just oh, okay. made that up. Okay. It was, yeah. I think it's just a musical. Based um, on real events yeah. and real characters. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very real characters named Danny Zuko uh-huh. and uh, Sandy. And Duty. And Duty and Putsy. Frenchie and uh, what's the other one? Rizzo. Um, anyways, we're going to get into all that very, very soon. But today we are covering the opening credits for the 1978 movie film uh, Grease. Yeah. And the reason we are doing that is I've got one reason and one reason only <laughs> that we are doing that. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazim. Because Adele Dazim. Adele Dazim. That was, of course, John Travolta yes. introducing Adina Menzel at the Oscars. <laughs> and John Travolta, who's made frequent appearances on this podcast already. Yes, you can just say it. You are obsessed with John Travolta. I am. And I 1970s am. John Travolta specifically. Well, is there any better John Travolta? Well, well uh, the, the yeah. Adele Dazim John Travolta is True. pretty good. And also the... the um, Pulp Fiction face-off uh, yeah. John Travolta yeah. is pretty the, good, too. The early or mid-90s, I guess you, you know would what? say. I liked 80s John Travolta, too. I loved me some Look Who's Talking. I, I go I, back I, to my original statement. You were obsessed with John I, Travolta. I, you know what? I did not period. realize that until we started doing this podcast. <laughs> I, not started, but like halfway through it, I realized that. And yeah. so, it's an unhealthy obsession. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. There, there, are worse, there are far worse things you could be obsessed with than John Travolta. But uh, when you said we were doing this today, this is a max pick, everybody, Greece. I was like, I was like, Jesus H. Christ, Travolta. a third Travolta vehicle. Travolta, Travolta and Paramount Pictures, apparently, because <laughs> Paramount has been killing it on this podcast. Yes, and as we'll talk about, too, it also coincides with a very a big hit song. Like right. every Travolta-led 
1970s uh, entertainment project had also a huge song that he was featured in as well. So, anyways, we'll get to all that. Should we? Should we dive right into this you're greasy in, you're intro? My my line. Well, you haven't said it in a while. Okay, I've, I've so. been trying to stop a little bit. <clears throat> I'm, I'm st- I just talked through a burp, by the way. I didn't even burp off the mic. I just went That's right through it. That's what you're supposed to do. So you're, you've learned. <laughs> Gary normally just burps off the mic, but he's he's learning how to be a professional while he burps. I should point out this is the earliest podcast we've ever recorded. We are. Yeah. This it, is very early. It's on a uh, Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Yeah. We're not in church, but we are in uh, a this very- This is our church. Uh, yeah, that's true. This yeah. is my sanctuary. Yeah. 9 a.m. The Church of Travolta. <laughs> Scientology. They, they, I was say that <laughs> That's where we. Yeah, <laughs> it's more believable oh, than Scientology. Man. I think. Sorry, there go all our Scientologist fans. Yeah, we had a lot of them out there. Yeah, uh, they're actually they're gonna they're gonna sponsor us. Yeah. I was gonna have to read a commercial later. Well, that's why we're doing all this Travolta. <laughs> this is secretly we're just trying to brainwash people into joining Scientology. Time to get your testing done, everybody. Yeah. Uh, what are those called? Those Zenu. Tests? Zenu is watching and listening. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, we're in 1978, which I believe is a year after. Saturday Night Fever, which we've done. Saturday Night Fever during Welcome Back, Cotter, which we've also done. Which we've also right. done recently. I'm going to learn how to speak English at some Welcome point. Welcome Back, Cotter, which we've also done. <laughs> hey, Max, you want to host the podcast? Oh, that sounds great to me. Um, so, obviously, Saturday Night Fever had uh, the Bee Gees opening song, uh, the huge hit. Um, actually, I can't think of the name of it right now. You can tell by the way. I, how's it go? What, what is that song? Staying Alive. Staying Alive. <laughs> Uh, and then Welcome Back, Cotter had Welcome Back by right. John Sebastian. Lots of hits. And Grease opens with the song cleverly named Grease. Grease. Not Grease is the word. Which many people think is what the song is called. Yeah, and you kind of have to search for the, if you I've learned for this podcast, if you want to learn about the song, you should you should type in Grease is the word. Because if you type in Grease, you're going to learn about the musical. Yep. You're going to learn about the movie. You're gonna the definition of Grease. Yeah, right. Which um, is just a picture of Gary. <laughs> <laughs> my my picture is in the dictionary next to Greece. Right. Um, it is true, um, but yeah. So and this was like his. I would say Saturday Night Fever was his pinnacle or close to it. But this is like I think that like skyrocketed. Yes, him and, to this stardom, and this is probably his yeah this biggest was like, role. I would say for many many years. Well, then he did look who's talking. Yeah, <laughs> and look who's talking to and look who's talking now. <laughs> yeah. So okay, I would say this is the one. Uh, what's your relationship with this movie? Did you have a uh, were you a greaser growing up? Did you love a greasy? I guess Were you I, a greasy? I grew up watching this movie. Like this was a regular in the Miller household with wow. me and my sister on VHS. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of grease watching. I was in Greece as a kid. Oh my gosh! Uh, I was in Greece as a teenager. Oh my gosh! I pretty much played every male T bird. You did uh, and Kinicky? Did you? Were you ever? Kinicky? I was Kinicky. Oh man. I sang of a little grease lightning. I might perform that for you in a little <laughs> bit here, Gary. Well, I guess I'm. I'm. It's. It's time for you to finally give back a little taste of my own medicine and sing yeah. and sing yeah. to me on this yeah. podcast. How do you like it, Mister? <laughs> so far, I don't like it at all. Okay, yeah, that sounds about the same as me. I. Oh, you were Kinicky? No, 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 <laughs> none, none of the acting stuff. But I grew up with this playing a lot in my household because of my mom and my sister, and. More than I'd like to admit, I know a lot about this movie and know the songs. And just uh, embrace it, buddy. Like I embraced Travolta. Well, that's the thing. I'm embracing it more now. I think I kind of hated it growing up because I just was like, "Oh, this is so annoying. This is so corny, and this is so girly, and all that stuff." Um, but now, I, I, this, especially what we're going to listen to today, I'm kind of a little more it's into making it. a comeback yeah. in your life. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. 
And uh, Gary and I, as always, we're going to watch the entire film right after this, too, yeah, which is yeah. why we're up so early. We're going to do Grease <laughs> and then Grease 2, which is fantastic. Grease 2 I've never seen. I know you told me about it. We'll so do those opening credits because they're ridiculous. I, I, I think I do want to watch just because of how bad you said it is, or funny bad, I guess. But never seen it. Never seen Grease 2. But I have seen Grease. So shall we uh, let's get, get into this? Let's here? get started here. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe just listen to Adele Dazeem one last time. You want to listen to Adele Dazeem? Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. play Adele Dazeem. Yeah. Sure. Oh, Biscuit's popping up. 2000, my, my dog uh, Biscuit is popping up hey to buddy. say hello. He likes to pop in every now and then. He's sitting in my lap because best, he, uh, he wants to hear Adele Dazeem loud and clear. Best moment of the 2014 Oscars here. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeem. <laughs> Adele Dazeem. And the way he says wickedly is just, oh. Uh, it's fantastic. Wickedly, wickedly talented. Wickedly talented. One and only. Adele Dazim. Man, look at that full head of hair he had, too. It's yeah, back to his grease very, days. Very real. Yeah, full oh, yeah. Head of hair. Totally. He's, he's gone bald now. He's embraced it. Yes, he has. I saw okay. that. Yep. I saw that. Good for him. Yeah. Good okay. for John. Anyway, we want to get into these credits here. Okay. So, what we should tell you if you haven't seen Grease, if you're not familiar, it opens up with a. An open on the beach between Danny and Sandy. Right. This is pre-credits. Pre-credits. Yeah. There's a couple minutes of them frolicking on the beach. You know, right. nice, beautiful waters. R- romantic music playing. Romantic music. And we learn very quickly that they've had this summer relationship because she mentions that it's been fantastic, but she has to go back to Australia soon. Right. Which I learned, by the way was written specifically because she could not do an American accent. Exactly, So they yeah. had to write that the character was from Australia. Yep. She was, I think she was coming into her kind of prime, too, at the time. Or yeah. it, was a, it was a rising star or whatever. So yeah. they really wanted her for like the... country yes, music. Yes, singer, mainly. yeah. This is yeah. before she went pop, kind and, of. Yep, exactly. I'm not sure if it was the director or one of the producers really wanted her, but they, they decided to change the character for her, specifically. Right. Olivia Newton-John. Yes. Who, oh, yeah. Sorry. Who we're talking Sorry. About. Olivia. Yeah. 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 ONJ, I call her. Yeah, yeah. That Always. Like a, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she's getting ready to go to Australia, and she's really kind of like just upset. And <laughs> and what we're going to listen to that leads into the credits here is Danny kind of just trying to be like, no, baby, it's all good. He's trying to have sex. He's, he's trying to get He's trying get to sweet talk her. And I, yeah. I think that you can go ahead and hit play here. Okay, they're going in for a smooch. Loving look. Okay, so they share a, they, they share, they're, they're kissing lovingly. Yeah. And then... Uh, Danny Travolta grabs Danny Zuko. her yeah, he, from the back of the neck. Yes. And it's just, it gets way too aggressive. Well, first he lifts quickly. her chin nice and gently, which right. is it was, sweet. It was, it was a lovely kiss. But and yeah. then it quickly turns rapey. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but yes. She even does like a little... Yeah, like and she's, a, she's pushing away right now, and he's still kissing her face. She's turned her head, and he's pulling her in tighter. Daddy, don't spoil it. It's not spoiling it, Sandy. It's only making it better. <laughs> <laughs> hit pause, hit pause. We're gonna break that line down. <laughs> okay. Okay. As she's pulling away, she says, Danny, don't spoil it, meaning it's going too fast. Right. And it's not spoiling it, it's only making it better. Yeah. That is something else right there from old uh old Danny Zuko. Yep. All right. <laughs> Should we hear that yeah. again? <laughs> yeah. Danny, don't spoil it. It's not spoiling it, Sandy. It's only making it better. <laughs> Danny. Is this the end? Of course not. It's only the beginning. Boom. Okay. 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 Now, of that's, that's not. an intro. It's into only the... the beginning to a movie yeah. that we're about to dive into. Double here. meaning. Double yeah. meaning. Yeah. And I'm really worried because at this point, you know, I'm. are they going to get back together? I don't think I'm, so. She's going back to yeah, Australia. Yeah. How are they ever going to see each other again? I don't know, man. I'm worried well, about those two. Yeah. yeah. That Danny, he was just wanting one thing. 
You yeah, know, yeah. you just wanted that summer loving at the end of the summer with yeah, the summer hand job. <laughs> That that was the original the original version of the song. <laughs> that didn't they had to change it for the movie. Summer hand jabbing. That's yeah. right. That is correct. Um, all right. So we leave the beach. Yeah. And we immediately are entered into the opening credits, which are animated. Yes. We and, jump. Yeah. And it's a it's a pulsating uh, old school radio. Right. I'm gonna jump back a little bit just to yeah. get into it. Yeah. Here Let's we go. Let's do it. This is the main brain. Vince Fontaine beginning your day with the only way. All right, hit pause. Yeah, okay. So we got the pulsating um, radio. Radio. It says Paramount Pictures, which is our. I think our, we've only done like twenty some episodes. I think it's our fiftieth Paramount it's Pictures. A, yeah, just like I want to say an era, but this is like a huge. We're jumping around from like seventies to eighties to nineties, and yeah. Paramount is just dominating. Yes. I feel like they don't dominate as much now. I don't think Although so. Got some big franchises, but that's about it. Yeah, but I still um, feel like you see a lot more variety now but it was always it's we only do paramount it seems like it's yeah it's crazy yeah so the radio uh also has a, a voiceover from a you know a 50s vince fontaine he said vince fontaine oh he says his name yeah, in there yeah, okay, yeah. this is that. vince fontaine got it yeah. he's just a the, the token 50s like shock jock or not shock jock just a disc jockey uh with that kind of blah, 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 voice like, welcome everybody get up to the time for class blah, blah, blah. listen to music 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 I think they kind of parody it a little bit on uh, Wet Hot American Summer when the, oh, yeah. when the kid is like, uh-huh. welcome to camp, everybody. Anyway, so he says, um, he, he mentions that it's the first day of school, so time to get up. Uh, you're going to go to class. You're going to pass, blah, blah, blah. And then we see the first shot of uh, a mystery high schooler's bedroom. We're assuming a high schooler. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's a very messy bedroom. Yeah. Um, and he's getting out from under the covers. And this- he's a big ball of hair only yes. on his head and a body and there's also one thing that i don't really understand uh-huh. something under the bed is wiggling back and forth I, I think it's his butt but it could be his crotch if you notice okay let's go back so, here yeah hit play Welcome here back to class. You can pass. i think it's just his butt moving around he was like kind yeah, of he, he was sleeping on his stomach and, yeah, and, and then he rolls over yeah but you still don't see his face he's right. still covered in hair he's still covered in hair yeah and there's a big giant pennant in the background that says rydell so that's their high school yep um, we got some very sixties-ish attire. Yeah, I mean, this is supposed in the closet. Yeah, button downs. This is supposed to be nineteen fifty-eight. Uh-huh. The movie is supposed to be based in nineteen fifty-eight, summer leading into school. Uh-huh. But one of the what I read, and I forget the director's name here. Let me pull up my notes for the first Randall... time. Randall Randall Kleiser. Kleiser. Randall Kleiser. Yeah. Uh huh. He went on to do like Blue Lagoon, and he did uh, the Pee Wee Herman sequel, Big Top Pee Wee. I think it's funny because I have two. Uh, Two movies that he did to uh, in my notes here. Let me see real quick because we both clearly picked the movies that jumped out to us. <laughs> I have. Uh, he also directed Flight of the Navigator, which I love. Oh, I didn't. I didn't write that movie? one down. No. And Honey, I blew I, up the kid. I had that one. That was my third <laughs> movie. Ever. He didn't even. He didn't even do Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Same with Pee Wee. He didn't do the sequel. He did <laughs> yeah. Big Top Pee Wee. Anyways, Randall Kleiser. I I read that. First of all, he was a Travolta pick because they'd worked on a TV project, so he really wanted him to direct the movie. He's like. Uh. So when he talked, do my go ahead, impression, go ahead. I failed. Go ahead. Uh, two, two, give me two. That's from Saturday Night two. Fever. That's that's good. That's good. Okay, I want uh, Kleiser. Dude, give me, give me. Kleiser. Do you think he mispronounced me... Kleiser's name when he recommended him? <laughs> um, <laughs> I want rural <laughs> conglomerates. <laughs> um, <laughs> conglomerate. Uh, he went to the producer, who I believe his name is Robert Stigwood, and uh, who was famous for turning the musical into the movie, and I think he did it for something else too. But anyways, he wanted Kleiser, but Kleiser was actually upset 
that this opening song and a couple other songs in the movie sounded more 70s which is yes. obvious when the movies came when the movie came out right but it didn't it didn't have that 50s early 60s vibe yeah so it, he kind of was upset about it but it, uh, he didn't obviously did his wish and like you said the suits look like they're from the 70s in his yeah. closet which yeah. also don't really make any sense but yeah and I've I, I read there's a wonderful um website called art of the title by the way that mm. has like they go in depth on all sorts of credits and stuff like that and they pointed out that that red that red one that's in the closet that red shirt next to the white is ones? what Danny Wears at the hand jive later. Oh, okay. Like the, the dance the contest. Dance. Yeah. Got yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. So we know this is uh, Danny Zuko, I guess. Which we're about to see here. Yeah. yeah. If you go ahead and hit play. And to start the day off nice and fine, I'm going to play a new old favorite of mine. Okay. So we, <laughs> before we start the, the lyrics and everything, he gets up and he's scratching around in his big ball of hair. Yeah. He's I, in his. Uh, who um, is. Are you that itchy in the morning? He was scratching. It's all... a lot of hair. <laughs> Like yeah. I can't imagine. Like he looks like cousin it, but but he's the Adams family. His, like, which is an episode. <laughs> you episode, should go back and listen to. <laughs> that was one of our earliest episodes, which we'll touch on. We'll a talk bit about later. later because it's a very popular episode on this podcast Indeed. for a reason. But he's scratching his like his chest and his arms. Like he's scratching all over his body. He's I, very itchy. Yeah, it's. The, it was I'm, good of Sandy not to hook up with him because he's clearly got something. <laughs> or maybe that's why yeah. he is so itchy. True. Maybe that Sandy's a liar. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just stop, stop talking. Just stop talking. We needed a moment. <laughs> okay, let's keep. Let's All right, get back to uh, back to this high schooler's bedroom here. All right, hit pause. Okay, so we hear a voice start singing, and that is Frankie Valley. Yep. The song was written by Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees. So Correct. another connection there. Saturday Night Fever. Yep. Bee Gees. Barry and Gibb wrote it. Just uh, like in Saturday Night Fever, he Barry Gibb was was pegged to write it specifically for the movie. Just right. like like he, the right. producer went to him and said, write this song. And I saw that it had a $3 million price tag on Holy it to write the song. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I did not see yeah. that. In 78. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is. So that was like $65 billion. Is Barry Gibb a billionaire? He's got to be just from this song alone. Holy I Holy shnikes! Yeah, I, I read that it was very successful. It was, um, it, it sold like seven million copies, and it was literally the number two soundtrack because Saturday Night Fever was still number one from a year before, and it also was Frankie Valli's last number one hit. Right, like it reached the top of the Billboard chart, and Frankie Valli never had a number one after this. So, you know, good, good for him, good for Barry and and Frankie. Yeah, and so uh, visually, we saw more of the bedroom. It was. A filthy pigsty, like the messiest bedroom I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gets up. He turns once he hears Frankie Valley's voice. He turns the knob up. He cranks that music up yep. like we all would. Yeah, <laughs> but like Gary's been doing all week at home. Yeah, on that pulsating radio, cranks yeah. it up. Yeah. Um, and he kind of does a weird like. J- it, it was like a quick. It's like a quick dance. The animation, by the way, was done by. Um, let me see here, John Wilson and Fine Arts Film, and he's like he's worked at Disney and Hanna Barbera, and you can kind of see both of those yeah, influences yeah, in this kind for of. For sure, it looks a little Flintstonesy. Exactly. Yeah. So he's yeah it, it it I think he worked on the Flintstones to be honest, got it from what I read. Yeah, um, I mean they made Travolta look like a caveman. It's it's not even a flattering like. Yeah, he looks like uh what, what was that caveman uh. You're right. It was Hanna Barbera that yeah, yeah. cartoon. What was it I called? Forget. Why can't I think of the name of it? <laughs> I can't either. But he's, should we just try and figure that out for the rest of this? Yeah, I think podcast? so. I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah. But he's got a. He's got like the wife beater. He's got the boxers. Very stick figure. Like uh, very skinny arms and legs. Yeah, and he does that little shimmy. Yeah. And, and then he walks over to his apparently humongous bathroom. Yeah, it's just with... a giant bathroom. 
with giant walls, but just a sink and a mirror in the middle. And a towel rack next yeah. to it. And yeah. then he's got a bunch of shit on his sink, uh, you know, a toothbrush. Like, there's like 10 things on there. Yeah. And he just whacks it all off. Knocks it all off. Yeah. Yeah. So hit play from there. So does he do that every morning? I, I, so he, go, go back so a they couple don't show, seconds. They don't show in the credits where he like picks it up and puts it all back no, in place so no. he can do it the next day. Yeah, he, and he literally just whacks it all off and it makes a hilarious sound of like plates smashing. What, <laughs> <laughs> he whacks it all off. Okay. Back to the hand job in here. All right, go back a couple seconds. There he is. Walking across this room. Get out of my way, toothpaste. And then he has his comb already in his hand. Yeah, his is. Yeah, he has the comb there. Yeah, and it, he's walked over with the comb for some he's, reason. He grabs a tube of something, and we get a close-up of the finger squeezing this tube. Mm-hmm, and here we go. Okay, so he squeezes out some of the goo yep. from there, and it turns into the titles of Grease. It's the hair grease. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Grease means. Yeah, even though I... Does it mean just the hair grease? Because well, I, I read think something so because that they're called greasers. Yeah, and it's because of the hair that they. But then I read that the nickname of the high school is Grease. One when one one article that I read, I don't know what it it's was. Probably but... called Grease now because that's where the high school. Yeah, probably maybe the high school where it was shot. They it's... call it Grease High School. Maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it was. I don't know. I don't think this movie is about. Oh, Gary just oh, stepped on sorry, biscuit buddy. and biscuit freaked oh, out, I'm and sorry. he's very upset. I'm sorry, he's okay. I made it up to him. Give him some pets. <laughs> Uh, it said that it was a Robert Stidwood and somebody else production. Too. Alan Carr. I Alan think it Carr. Was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's right. Yep. We don't go back. No, no, to no. look at this stuff. And we see the uh, opening title logo is the grease turned into a car. It forms into the car, which is grease lightning, which will in the movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we're not going to talk about grease lightning. That's a, that's in the movie. Well, we perform it in about six <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and the car is also pulsating, by the way, before it speeds away here. Right. Grease is the word. Grease is the word, Gary. Grease is the word. Okay, so uh, some of that grease turns into a cute little, like, uh, personified glob of hair. Glob grease. of grease. It's adorable. It looks like the poop emoji, kind of. Right. Yeah. And it gets smeared into the top of this guy's head. Yeah. And I should say the car doesn't actually speed away; it just disappears. Yeah. It just, and then grease becomes the letters that go into John Travolta's hair. Danny and then, Zuko. And then we paused it. We haven't talked about any of the lyrics. Do we want to talk about these oh, yeah, lyrics yeah, yeah. at all? Got you got here. them? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll pull them up. Yeah. So here's some of the lyrics we missed. It starts off with, I solve my problems and I see the light. We got a loving thing. We got to feed it right. There ain't no danger. We can go too far. We got to start. Oh, sorry. We start believing now that we can be what we are. Grease is the word. Okay. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a statement. They're yeah. making a statement about th- these kids and this new generation it sounds like a coming of age type lyrics i would yeah, say kind of rebellious yep yeah yep. we're growing up uh-huh and then i think we've heard at the beginning of the second verse a little bit they think our love is just a growing pain why don't they understand it's just a crying shame and okay I, I don't know about that yeah i think How does that, is that well i think that it's going into like it's 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 a uh, foreshadowing the danny zuko sandy relationship maybe a little bit a little rocky. Yeah, it's a little rocky, but their love is real. It's a crying shame they don't understand our love is, you know, Which we learn more than from, a growing uh, pain. Yeah. Some are handjobbing when they <laughs> sing that song. Okay. So this next part is where we start to get into the credits mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that actors in the film. Oh, there's a crying shame. Okay, so that's the crying shame, and we see uh, a caricature 
drawing of Travolta. It says mm -hmm. John Travolta as Danny uh, in his mirror, that bathroom mirror. Yep, it looks like what you know a drawing you would get if you went to the uh, street, Venice street, and right. they had one of those caricatures. Right, it looks, it looks more like a <laughs> caricature artist. You fit right in on this podcast with me. And my... Man, it's too early. Yeah. So Travolta looks a lot like Schwarzenegger in this drawing. He does. He's he got really that does. Like, chin and those big lips. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yep, it, it's a very uh, chiseled face. But well, it, looks like, it looks like... It if, looks like him, too. It looks like if you merge Travolta and Schwarzenegger. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay, why don't you hit pause and tell us what pause we just saw there. There's a yeah. lot of, okay, so so in these credits, they throw in a lot of like uh, social history and pop culture references from the era. From the 50s, yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. we saw stuff like Elvis. No, it wasn't Elvis. It wasn't Elvis? I, well, I don't think so. Really? Because I thought the same thing. I was like, uh -huh. I was like, was that Elvis? But it didn't. Who's that it, supposed to be? I think it's supposed to be Chuck Berry because his skin is a little bit darker. If you go back no. and look, yeah, I swear to God. Because Elvis didn't really wear those outfits in the 50s, unless it's another mistake. But it looks more like his Vegas outfits. And I don't know it, how that's not Elvis. Maybe you're right. I guess that's it, 100% Elvis. I Chuck Berry never had that hair. That's what I. No, he did. Chuck he Berry did? had hair just like that. Yeah. But you're right. I guess he does look more like a white guy. I think it's Elvis. Or a tan guy. I think it's Elvis. I guess if it was, if it was Chuck Berry, that would have made him a little darker. Yeah. But I originally thought the same thing. I was like, but Elvis didn't dress like that in 1958. This is like, this is like his Vegas attire. I think, but you're probably right. right. But that and the, but that could like be yeah. like yeah. like the song is kind yeah. of not in it, the it, era. This, exactly. Yeah, the, the stuff, song is the way more disco-y. Yeah. All right. So it's definitely Elvis. Yeah. And then you're yeah you're seeing all these quick flashes of like like Max said, just things that were topical like at the hula time. Hoops, hula uh, hoops. Baby um, Crockett hat. The weirdest one that I had to hit pause on a hundred times. It says chlorophyll added. Uh huh. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? But I guess that they added chlorophyll to hair products back then. Oh, okay. Because they're supposed to be more like new, add more nutrients or like volume to your hair yeah. or something. So but it quickly says that. And then there's a Davy, Dinah Davy Crockett hat. Right, which was big at the time. At the time. And uh, there's a ton people more People crammed stuff. into a phone booth, which was like a thing for was some it, reason. Was, was that a fad? It was like a thing. You see how many people you cram into a phone <laughs> okay. booth. Uh, do you want to tell our listeners what a phone booth is? Uh, <laughs> phone booth is something that literally 12 years ago I used to have to find to clock out when I was a Coca-Cola salesman. Isn't that weird? Really? Yeah. It was like 2007, 2008, which isn't that long ago. Yeah. I had to go find a phone booth at the end of my route and, and dial in a number to, to clock out for the end of the day. The last time I can think of a phone booth is in Dumb and Dumber, where the guy gets punched <laughs> yeah. through a phone booth. But yeah, I, well, I can't even think of when I've seen a phone booth the, other than that. The funny thing is, it kind of was hard because there wasn't that many phone booths even in 2008. So there was like certain spots I used to have to drive to because they had to prove that I was like finishing my day on my route because it was like there was like a location thing apparently. It was weird. I've never had to do that before or after, but I had to clock out on, at a phone booth. And that's the last time I used a phone booth. Should we yeah. talk about the, your Coca-Cola job <laughs> some more? <laughs> Yeah, it actually really sucked. I hated it. So, and actually, there's a weird connection to Coke in this movie. There is. Um, they had a deal with Pepsi uh -huh. in the movie, so you see some Pepsi uh, art visuals in the in these opening credits and throughout the movie. They had to blur out Coca Cola, right? Because when they shot it, they, there was yeah. like Coke, which we saw we saw issues similar in our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode. That's right, Pizza Hut and That's Domino's. Right. Correct. Yeah. So when you're shooting a film, don't don't <laughs> get set on a specific brand because yeah. you might end up. Signing a deal keep, later. Keep your options open. That yeah. way you can advertise for anything. Like like us, for Scientology. Just put all the brands in the background. <laughs> there you go. All right, so you're right. So we see Elvis. 
who for some reason I thought was Chuck Berry, and uh, and then a bunch of other stuff, and then it leads into the next uh, character's Character. credit. Yeah. We see a bunch of birds, and we see this very like uh, uh, very. Go ahead and say it, Max. I was gonna say like a Disney princess, but what were you gonna say? I was Gary? gonna say a very <laughs> sexy blonde in a okay. negligee. True. Like, look at that. Look yeah. At, like that is they they have this this buxom blonde. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> and she's wearing a see through negligee. See through. Yes. Oh yeah, you're it's, right. It's it like is totally see through. Okay. I never. I have not even noticed those legs are very. Yes. See-through. Okay. It's very very sexualized, which is weird for her character exactly she doesn't like she's very she's very she's prim and proper she's yeah. good at tissues yeah she's and, a, then, and also like they're showing that she's like a disney princess in this like that, that i did we'll yeah because you see birds and it's like interesting and it's it's making her look very snow white Maybe they're showing Cinderella. That, that, that that bad girl is underneath okay okay literally because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're seeing we're seeing yeah. through uh and okay, play a little bit more and i want to bring up another point here okay so now she's doing an even sexier walk and, and so some birds like like a Disney princess bring like her her cover her robe her slip her oh, uh, I don't know what that is I think that's called a house coat there maybe? should be an entire podcast of men trying to like <laughs> name like women's clothes well I know it's a negligee because <laughs> I looked that up and then I just kept doing more research on negligees after that but anyway she she puts on a. Uh, uh, the birds put like a house coat on her. Yeah, and there's little... there, there's like there's like or... little hints to like Cinderella. There's like a broom in the background with yep. a big like Disney esque fireplace. I would say they're probably trying to make her look like Sleeping Beauty at first, but Sleeping then Beauty, also Cinderella, Cinderella, Snow White. Yeah, yeah, all of them for sure. And she fucking sexily struts over to her her vanity, <laughs> and she's joined by a deer, of course. Yep, Bambi like, and a little and a, bunny, and a bunny like Thumper, and she starts brushing her hair in the mirror, and then we get. Yep, we get the second credit, which is Olivia Newton-John as Sandy, and her uh, caricature is a lot more um... true to form. I would say, yeah, it looks it looks more nicer, like her face. Like. Yeah, like like Travolta's was a little silly, yeah. and hers looks very beautiful. Yeah, and they go from her. Are you in love with this cartoon? <laughs> I might be. <laughs> okay, you know, somebody recently asked me at work who your cartoon crush was, and everybody yeah. says like Jessica Rabbit. That's too on the nose. I exactly. Like. Yeah. yeah, and then like Lola Bunny for some yeah. reason in Space Jam. Now it, I was. I think I. Uh, I, I don't. And mine was. I, I told him mine was probably April O'Neil because you know I'm obsessed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and. Can you guess Whatever. what mine was? No, mine's too like obscure. I, I don't like. I don't know if I want to. Did guess. you ever watch American Tale? No, I don't think really. I go watch that movie. By the way, it's a great movie. It's, ring a bell. it's about like the mouse coming from like we, you know. Uh, I don't oh wait, no, yeah, 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 Fible, yeah, Fible, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Fible. So there was like yeah, yeah. A, a girl mouse in that. Yes, that he, like, okay. Meets yes, Bridges. yes. I had the oh, dude, I know American Tale. I fucking love Fible. Sorry, I didn't ring a bell at first, but yeah, I had a Fible doll, and I think we went, and then there was Fible Goes West. Yeah, everyone loved it. Yeah, yeah. Fible Goes West was the sequel. Yeah, yeah, I probably those probably directed by Randall Kaiser, <laughs> the king of sequels. Anyways. My childhood crush, I don't know, but my adult crush is definitely the Sandy walking from her bed to her vanity. Um, do you do some summer hand job <laughs> watching these credits, Gary? Okay, but that brings me to my point that I wanted to make earlier. They are very, very, and we're going to see it with the next credit as well. They're sexualizing these characters in this opening credits who are supposed to be high school seniors. So they're supposed to be either 17 or 18 years old. Right. So let's talk about the actual ages yes. of the people playing these because they are were not, not even teenagers. Close. Yeah. So Travolta is actually surprisingly the closest one. Right. He was only twenty four right. in, in nineteen seventy eight. Yes. So he's playing a high schooler who's six years older than he's supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fine. Whatever. That happens all the time. Still, 
And if you want to, if you want to harken back to our very first episode of Credit Score, which was Beverly Hills 90210, right? That's a running joke with them that they're way older than high school kids. Yeah, but it gets worse. All right, yes. so Olivia Newton-John, who probably looks, you know, she looks college age. I would yeah. say, yeah, she was actually 29 uh-huh. when this came out. Uh-huh. And then if you want to continue, we'll, 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 I'll just say one more, and then we'll go back to the other ones. Stockard Channing is coming up here next in the she credits. She was the oldest, right? She was. Just guess how old she was. Well, I, I oh, know you I had, had it, it. Oh, okay. I had it somewhere. I think like 34. Yes. Yeah. 34 years old. Yeah. She's literally 16 years older than she's supposed to be as a high yeah, school senior. Yeah. Even as a kid, I was like, this is this is not like this. I don't buy this. Like <laughs> yeah. especially her. Like, like I was like, she's like, so oh, much older than everyone. I'm like, Doctor Channing is, is acts like my mom. Like she's as old as my mother yeah. is. Yeah. It's so. very weird. Anyways, all right, so let's continue past these uh, highly sexed up Olivia Newton-John <laughs> credits. So get... I just want to get past so I don't have to be in a room with you while you're watching them. I mean, seriously, you guys, if you guys, obviously, were, you're listening to me describe it, go back and watch the Grease opening credits and tell me that Sandy isn't a complete bombshell when she gets <laughs> out. All right. <laughs> it's incredible. Okay. So we're seeing a ton more flashes of okay. of all sorts of pop culture things. Like we saw like the I like Ike pin, mm-hmm. um, a Wap Loom Up. Yeah, that was a Bop Band room. Is that yeah. Little Richie, yeah. right? Yeah, which is probably what this song should have been more in the form. Exactly. The genre. Yeah. Or Chuck Berry. It should yeah. have been more Chuck Berry. Yeah. This is, oh, burp, sorry. Or Elvis or yeah. whatever. But they chose to go with the night, a 70s style song. And then you see, uh, who are those two guys? There was one guy that was like, was that um, Ayatollah or something? Yeah, so so I have a list of a lot of the stuff we see and even coming up, but mm-hmm. I'm going to run through some of them and we can kind of point it out. So we we mentioned um, like the there was the Cram Telephone Booth, Elvis, Hula Hoop, uh, there's Saddle Shoes, which were big okay. back then, uh, the Davy Crockett hat. Then we've got that classic uh, Marilyn Monroe dress shot pops that, that's up at coming some up. point. Yeah. yeah, the I like Ike button. Then mm-hmm. we see two screenshots of the Honeymooners and Lucille Ball. Yep. Then Mad Magazine, Joseph Stalin, General MacArthur, yeah. MLK. Yep, that's coming um, too. There's the first cover of Playboy, and then there's like a Thunderbird logo that you saw on like yep. the car, and so all that stuff is popping up in between the character yeah. introductions, kind of. But I don't think any of the things you just said were those two guys that they just showed. Like one of them was maybe a Marx brother or something. Or like, uh, uh, let me see if I can try. Oh, by the way, they, them. In the, in they that, flash them so quickly. Yeah. it's hard to like pause them. There's so oh. there's a 1950s car. I don't know what kind. I guess maybe a Thunderbird with two asses mooning. Yes, mooning's a thing in this. Mooning is a big thing, and, yeah. and huge asses and uh, no undercarriage on those moons. By the way, it's just, yeah, it's just just ass cheeks. <laughs> just there's no, there's no. Uh, they so had to be PC. So we're spa- we're spared any animated uh, scrotums or taints. So that's good. <laughs> Is it? Don't we kind of want to see that? Right <laughs> I guess there? I kind of do, actually. Okay. Uh, so it's these two guys. Like this guy looks like a, some sort of Russian. And, and that is. Um, Groucho? Yeah, that's it Groucho Marx, looks I think. Like Groucho? Yeah. And there's a duck wearing a grease sign. I don't understand that, but that has to be Groucho Marx, right? I'm pretty sure. It doesn't. I don't know. Because Groucho have a balding head? I don't think he did. Maybe you're right. I don't know who the fuck that is then. Listen, we failed history. Yeah. Both yeah. of us. And I don't know who the guy is in the like the Russian hat either. It could be like Mussolini or something. No, that's definitely no. that's Groucho Marx for is sure. It? Because the, the duck drops in front of his face and it says grease on the duck. It's totally Groucho Marx, dude. And then it, that's where it cuts to the middle. Yeah, the eyebrows, the cigar, and oh, he yeah, is kind of right. balding. You're yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I got that one right, everybody. Okay. okay. All right, we can move on past And then we, this. it cuts to the Marilyn shot, too. Yep. There's, there's, there's Marilyn. And then 666 was like an I, uh, a Dwight Eisenhower oh, okay. thing. I didn't I even know that. It was like, yeah. 
And that leads us into our next character. Yep. So we're another in another bedroom. With this, everyone has the Rydell pennants. They love Wait, their high school. Did you not have a pennant of your high school in, your, definitely, in your bedroom? My Montclair, the Montclair Prep Mounties. <laughs> yeah, of course. I don't think I had a Woodland uh, Warriors pennant, but maybe I did. Actually, I don't Can know. Can I just say that my high school does not exist anymore because it was so corrupt? Really? Yeah. Like it was like, <laughs> like they changed grades for athletes and did, stuff. I was yeah. gonna say, did you not actually graduate? Do you have like I a just... do you have like a Lori Laughlin uh, kids <laughs> degree? That might have happened. I'm not sure yet. It your, was before the internet, so we were parents... safe from that. Yeah, <laughs> from was... that getting around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get your parents to do it in secret. Yeah. So, all right. So we see uh, our next character is Doctor Channing, who I yes. already mentioned was is 34. Right. And her name is Rizzo. And she has a James Dean poster in the background. Yeah, a pink lady's certificate. I guess they give certificates for their groups. For their, yeah, which her, seems nerdy. But is, you got you got your high school pennant, and you're hanging up certificates for the group you're in. Very nerdy. Were you in a group? Were you in a high school gang? No, yeah, no, I was a loner. Neither was I. Yeah, I don't want to talk about. That. I wasn't a loner. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. I wasn't a loner, but I was definitely not in a gang. But yeah, she has her pink lady. She's the leader of the pink ladies, which we find out in the movie. Right, um, and she she gets into this turtleneck. And for some reason, the turtleneck stretches her neck to like a giraffe's length. Yes. Does she have a long neck in the movie? Is that a thing? I don't no, think so. I think they're just saying like it's too constricting for the character. She's very – uh, Yeah, it's true. She's kind of a rebel as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Plays by her own rules. And I want to point out she's very busty. In I, this, in, I, I knew you'd want to point that out, Gary. <laughs> and this animated version of her is very busty. She's got a stop sign in her bedroom with like some lingerie yeah. over it. Or like maybe, a, like, maybe pantyhose. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go on. See more of this. Sex so she goes here. to see how she looks in the mirror. And she can't even see her face because her neck is so long. Yes. So she's like, I probably should change this sweater that makes my neck look like I'm a giant giraffe. Yes, which which leads into more sexified high school aged uh, characters here because she's yeah. going to show that she's in her busty bra. Okay. <laughs> I want to so, see how many times, so I, how many times I can say busty on this podcast. <laughs> For those of you just who this is your first episode listening, Gary wears sleeveless shirts every time he records, and just in general, every every Very, time that is, is true. And that sentence, I cannot deny um, that. And so, like him looking at me in the sleeveless shirt <laughs> and saying "busty," it just and my eyes so are just peering over my microphone too, yeah, right? Yeah. His. Hey, you said "coitus" like ten times during our Wayne's World episode, all right? Yeah, so and I'll, I think I might say it. I'm Again, allowed, I'm I'm allowed start, to say busty. If I wasn't saying summer hand jobbing so much, I'd probably be saying coitus in this episode too. <laughs> All right, let's move on to her popping go, off go her shirt. Go listen to our Wayne's World episode for a whole lot of coitus. A lot of coitus in that one, definitely. Okay, so she's got like a seashell bra on or something? Seashell, yeah, kind of like florals on there. And she changes into the what kind of we, we know Rizzo to wear yeah, in the like movie. A, it's like, like a black t-shirt. A black blouse. A black blouse, yeah. 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 And it's cool. And yeah. she looks very nice and cool in the mirror right now. She looks great in the mirror. And we have to point that out because... Something fucked up's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, something that makes no fucking it sense no whatsoever. Sense I, I don't know if... Okay, let's And go. I remember thinking this as a kid, too. Yes. When my mom and sister Always. were watching, I was like, why do they make her look so yeah. fucking weird? Let's get to her credit. <laughs> so then it skips to the, the, the caricatures we've been seeing so far... And she was she looked so lovely in that in the in, in the, the mirror before. before. Yes, and then this character is the worst drawing of all time. Like if anyone drew this character and this was my face, I would be 
angry. Everything about it is fucked up. It makes her hair look weirder than it really is. It gives her this big, these big buck teeth that I don't think she has. No, no. And her face is like scrunched up. She looks kind of like a caricature of Edith Bunker, kind of. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't, I don't know what happened between that because it's the same animator, yes, right? Yes, I have. To I don't be. know what happened between that last shot where she looks so lovely to like what they did to poor yeah. Stalker Channing in these credits. And much like, this, yeah, I, much like with Living Newton John, there's a bunch of perfumes and stuff in front of her mirror, but her picture is just so much different than everybody else's. It, it, her her drawing, it's it's so maybe there was mean. an inside joke or something. It had to have been. I, I feel like Stalker Channing wouldn't have allowed this if if she saw this. I was like, why did you make me look like a goddamn idiot? Yeah. But, it's, I just it's don't really it. weird. It's mind blowing. And she's like, you know, she's the main attraction of the movie for for Kaniki. So it's not like she she's known for being nerdy or ugly or weird looking or anything. It's so, so weird. Yeah, it's, it's very so strange. absolutely weird. What the hell is hanging on her mirror? By the way, it's like a fake frog or something. Yeah, it's like a lizard of some sort. Lizard? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what yeah. that is. Strange. Okay. All right. Well, let's go on to the next series of uh, sh- flashbacks to 1950s uh, style pop culture references. I'm done talking. Tagging stuff onto that sentence, and I was just not going to hit play. All right, so that was a lot of the ones that you'd already. Yeah, mentioned. so we saw a yeah. flash of a lot of the stuff we like the, the Martin Luther King, the Lucille Ball, all that stuff, the Honeymooners. That all flashed just now, and we get our first shot of the three T birds, the non Kaniki T birds. So it's like Danny's kind of like the. Danny's the head of the T-Birds. The head of the T-Birds. Yeah. And when Danny's on a road around Kaniki, is kind of like second in command. I would say so, like yeah. The... Yeah. He's what like, happens he's... when those two aren't around? Do these guys like, are just, it's just like chaos? That's a good, that's a very good question. Uh, and I don't even remember their names. I know, I know they show their names here, but. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know who's Putsy? who. Putsy? Putsy, Duty, and what's the last guy's name? Baba Louie? <laughs> Baba Booey? <laughs> Baba Booey, that's what I meant. Uh, Duty, Sonny, and Putsy. Okay, okay. And, and Putsy wasn't a character in the musical. Putsy was created for this movie for some reason. Gotcha. Which is weird because he doesn't have much huh. of a role. Yeah, He's just kind of like. Maybe they just wanted an extra friend or whatever. Yeah. And I should point out that this song, obviously we already mentioned, is not in the original musical because it's it's a 1970s style song. And there's a couple of songs in the movie that aren't in the musical as well. I think right. The, there's a couple of songs that were in the musical that aren't in the movie. Don't make like, it. Like even like the T Birds, they kind of like have their own. Solo oh, okay. Stuff. And a lot of that stuff got like. Like Travolta got Greased Lightning in the movie, even though Kaniki sings it in the musical. Got it. Stuff got like it. that okay. happened. Like like certain characters got the song that who already had songs. It's, yep. it's yeah. And I like when we're introduced to the T Birds, they're all doing kind of like a little uh snap. A snap. But they're like off beat. It's not like going with the music, really. Yeah, that's true, but it's it's synchronized. You're right, it is a little off, but they're doing like a synchronized butt shape. Yeah, snap they're dance. they're synchronized, just not with the music. That's true. Well, it doesn't really hit the beat. Let's go You're back right. and hear some of those snaps if we can. <laughs> Gary's cough off the mic. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You hear those little like snaps? Yeah. They're off. So right, they're pause. dancing, and then yeah. they like they all like gesture towards this person working on a car that has eyes and a mouth for some reason. The car is alive. Yes, this part is very strange as well. I just want to go back a little bit and say some of the lyrics we missed yeah. while while please, we have a chance. Uh, second verse: We take the pressure, we throw it away. Conventionality, or actually, this is the third verse I did, sorry. We take the pressure and we throw away. Conventionality belongs to yesterday. There is a chance that we can make it so far. We start believing now, but we can be who we are. Grease is the word. And just so you know, the, the chorus is, it's got groove, it's got meaning. Grease is the time, is the place, is the motion. Now, grease is the way we are feeling. So it's a, th- it's, it's a, 
it's like a vibe. It's a vibe. It's, yeah. a, it's everything. Yeah. It's, it's how how we are. Exactly. It's, it's grease, yeah. baby. It's grease. Yeah. That's what it is. It's grease. It's, yeah. Uh, and then it says, this is the life of illusion. And I think that's where we're at right now. While we're talking about the song real quick, did you know that there is a famous guitarist on the track? Mm. Yes, I looked it up. So Frankie Valley sings, Barry Gibb does the background vocals, and he also mm-hmm. wrote it. And Peter Frampton Just was randomly the guitarist. The guitar. Yep. It's great. Apparently, he was working with Alan Gibb uh-huh. at the time, uh-huh. and so Barry had a connection to him and asked him to be on there. And I wrote down that uh, the other guitarist Gary was... Gary just pulled up his notes. <laughs> it's a very exciting on this podcast when Gary pulls Another up his notes. Another guitarist was George Terry. I don't know why I wrote that down, but I don't even really know who he is. I think he was like a blues guitarist at the time or something. So Gary always has, he has digital notes, so he's got notes on his phone, <laughs> and then he's got like a, a little... Uh, pad where he writes yeah i come prepared too yeah I, I do old, i mix old style and new just like greece you know i got the 50s you got the 70s you look we've already said that you embody greece <laughs> perfectly just further proof yeah so okay so this guy's working on the car I, I don't know if he's working on it he's kind of pulling things out and just throwing them around yeah they're in like a uh i guess a mechanic shop but it, yeah. looks, it looks kind of more like a junkyard right and the t-birds introduced like you said this guy and talk about the car more because it kind of weirds me out a little bit it's it's like it's like the the taxi in Roger Rabbit. Yes. Who framed Roger yes. Rabbit? It is like a cartoon car. Yeah. It's got eyes. It's got a mouth. For some reason. And he's working in the hood. And he, like you said, he's just taking everything out of the hood. Yeah. Then he falls in. Okay. So he he's like yeah. So he's like pulling stuff out of the car. He's not even like fixing yeah. it. And the car like swallows him. Yeah, he falls in the hood. But it's not the mouth of the car is below where he goes into. He goes into like the top of the, the which hood, would be, which would be like his head. Yeah, but the car still like swallows him and burps. Yeah, even though the, we see that the mouth, it doesn't make sense. And then to for me. a second, it, it kind of gives the the illusion that they're underwater for a second too. Yeah, to me, like it bubbles come bubbles. out. Well, yeah, every time you burp over there, there's some <laughs> bubbles that come out too. That's so. true. I get a lot of heartburn. Yeah, and then. It's just really weird, and then and then the car pulsates like kind of other things pulsate, like the radio. Yeah, and then it goes into the car, and we meet the next character. And I hate this part, by the way. Okay, so so he pops up. He has not. He's he's covered in hair too. Yeah, but his but except for his huge nose. Yeah, which makes no sense because he doesn't have a huge nose. Kanicki. Yeah, and he doesn't have a huge nose. So why does this character have a huge nose in his credits? And the the hair is more like red too, which is I mean I know he has blondish hair kind of, but and and it just it's bizarre. Like and doesn't even and like why do the women in the credits look like themselves when they're getting up? But the guys are like string beans with big balls of hair. And also, it seems like they all like. They put the grease in their hair before they leave their house. So why yeah. why are the three guys that introduce him all greased up and he's just doesn't he doesn't have his grease in his it, hair it, yet? Once again, it makes no sense. It doesn't look anything like Kaniki. And the it, nose makes no sense. It's just a weird nose. And then he like starts brushing his hair without grease. True. And yep. then it cuts to the next caricature. And this and part's we'll say, fu- Yeah, this part's fine because it's like a car mirror. So you, and you see his face. Right. So it's Jeff Conway. Conway is Kaniki. Um yep. rest in peace. Oh, that's right. He Just died. Sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love it. Was it one of those drug things for him? I think so. He, he, he was like on celebrity rehab and stuff, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Or like there was like, um, what was that show? The Surreal Life? Yeah. They crammed a yes. bunch of old. Yes. Uh, anyway, he, I think he was on Taxi before this. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, we've got his credit. Did we say how old he was? Yeah, yeah I, I have it right here. Uh, Jeff Conaway was 27, so not even, so really not that bad. No. And apparently he played uh, Danny Zuko in the musical. 
Uh-huh. So before, like he was in the movie, he actually played the lead character. So he got fucked <laughs> because they took away they took away well, Grease Lightning from him yeah. and gave that to Travolta, and he didn't get yeah, to play Travolta, Danny Zuko. Travolta really fucking screwed him over. But he looks normal in his caricature, like, kind of. Yeah, Here's the thing: he looks like a like a like a, a ghoul character, almost like a, like a ghostly like. You're a, right. Uh, if, but if like like the creepy old guy in like a Scooby Doo, I can uh, see it. I see, what I see what you're saying, but to me, it looks more like just a, a ghoulish James Dean. Right. I would it d- say. And yeah. it does look like Jeff Conway. Yeah. And true. N- yeah. yeah. Not yeah. nearly as bad as Dr. Channing. She, right. He didn't get that treatment. Right. And, uh, and we, you know, he's got the, the, the hairstyle matches and it's, he's looking in the car mirror. And is this the last, like, caricature the, we see? This is so, the, yes. Those four people are, like, top billing, is what we're saying. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and even though we saw the T Birds, it wasn't really, like, a caricature of them. It was just right. kind of, like, three generic to look kind of like the guys in the movie, but. They didn't get like a main focus when they introduced Kaneki. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And then we we get some more fifties uh, pop culture references here. I think. Oh no! Now we yeah we kind of do. Okay, so we get a bunch of guys in a car. I don't think this is the T Birds. No, Just I think random were, guys in a car. Maybe the guys that they, they remember in the movie they have the the race. Maybe yeah. it's like the other gang or whatever. Okay. Possibly a couple of tough guys. And you see they're like on a street that looks like a fifties street with like yeah. old style All tire shop, a bar. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a Lucky Strike cigarette billboard. Yep. And so they speed across the screen and smoke covers the screen. Mm-hmm. And now we see the, uh, bill- the T-Birds. Yeah, the billboard T-Birds alphabetically listing. Uh, Barry Pearl is Duty. Michael Tucci is Sonny. Kelly Ward is Putsy. Oh. You think Michael Tucci is related to Stanley Tucci? Mm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. Okay. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I can let me. You go keep playing, and I'll see if I can lift that up real quick. Oh, I like this. Yeah, I'm going to do my thing. Anytime we can bring Stanley Tucci up with the podcast, I'm down. Yeah. I just want to say. Tucci gang. Okay, so this, so now we see the pink ladies driving by. The rest of the pink ladies. Rizzo is in the car with them. It's Jan, uh, Marty, and who's the last one? Uh, I forget. Jan, Marty, and Frenchie. Yes. Oh, yeah, Frenchie. Frenchie. Didi Khan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're riding in the car, and they are riding through all these, like, they're in their pink lady's car, which is pink. Mm-hmm. This car is not cartoony. It does not have eyes and a mouth. That's true. It's just a regular old car. I think Marty is driving. No, Jan is driving. Marty is in the passenger seat, and Frenchie is in the background blowing some bubblegum. Yep. The yep. kids in the 50s love bubblegum. That's true. And I want to point out Didi Khan's real age. Yes. It's actually not too bad. She okay. was she was 26, about to turn 27, because the movie came out in June, uh, June 16th, 1978. Okay. It was a summer movie to uh-huh. go with summer loving, and she turned 27 in July. So okay. very close. And Jamie Donnelly, who played Jan, was 31. Oh, okay. I didn't even have and that. And she one. was also in the musical. Oh, okay, okay. For this movie, because her hair had started to turn gray, so she had to dye it for this oh movie. My God. <laughs> wow. Um, and then. I think the girl who played Marty, Dinah Manoff, mm-hmm. it was the youngest. Okay. She was 20. Okay. okay. I think. I think that's right. And I just looked up Michael Tucci, by the way. He's not related to Stanley Tucci. Oh, um, that's upsetting. Yeah, so not related. And he was born in 46, meaning he was... Can you look up if I'm related to Stanley Tucci somehow? <laughs> <laughs> you probably are. Yeah. So if he was born in 46, that means he was friggin' 30, 31 years old. 
or no, 32. I'm sorry, 32. came out in 78. Yeah, that's right. I've got so that. Michael Tucci, 32. That's pretty old too. So he was almost as old yeah. as Stockton. So the T-Birds were uh, Barry Pearl was 28, Michael Tucci was 32, and Kelly Ward was 22. Wow. So, oh, so Kelly Ward is the closest. Clo- no, it was uh, closest to Dinah. To, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Who played Marty? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, and we see a Dodds of Shark Reef billboard in the background. Was that a movie at the time? Or it's like a pun or like a play on like movies. Maybe. That yeah. Were like yeah. Okay. And then now we see the Pink Ladies now, alphabetically. Now the Pink Ladies are listed next to the Lucky Strike billboard again, mm-hmm. and we've named them all. Dean and their Thomas billboard Frenchy, is Jamie Donnelly as Jan, and yeah, Dinah Manoff as Marty. Okay, we're approaching the end of the credits here, where they start kind of giving us some of the the producers and all that stuff. Okay, so we get the Frosty Palace, mm-hmm. which is a place they go to regularly to have Frosties. Yep, ice and, creams. Yeah, and we see uh, dances and musical sequences staged and choreographed by Patricia Birch. Okay. As this car drives by, and I don't think these are the T-Birds again. Are I they don't supposed think so. to be T-Birds? There's one guy with some his guy? leg hanging out. Why would they show us the Pink Ladies and not the T-Birds, though? I, I don't understand that at all. I don't know. It might. It might. It's probably the T-Birds. The T-Birds. It's, it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah, because that's not the car they were operating no. on either. And that guy in the blue operate. operate. You operate on the car <laughs> when it's when it's alive. When it's a cartoon <laughs> they car, they did you surgery on, on it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 a little weird. I don't, I'm not sure. Has to be them though. Yeah, I don't know why they would show anyone else, but yeah, and the yeah, pink, lady, has, yeah. the pink ladies like, speed past them, and they're, they're like, they're "We're chasing. men," and yeah. these women are speeding past us. We got to show them yeah. who's boss. And there was like a Firestone billboard. All these yep. big, and there was a Pepsi sign too, I think, or maybe that's coming up here. Another cloud of smoke. There you see an old baseball card of, uh, I don't know who that is really. It could be Honus Wagner, uh-huh. possibly. And it says music supervision Bill Oaks on the uh, billboard next to the yep. Ten Commandments poster. For Charlton Heston. Yeah. Uh, and then you see Babe Ruth's baseball card as well to the oh, right. right of the Honus Wagner, I think. It's a bar that I know. Yeah. So with those horns, we get Grease, Music and Lyric by Barry Gibb. Why does it say Lyric? I don't know. It should right? say lyrics, right? Right. right. Did he a... write one lyric? Did he just write Grease? <laughs> he wrote <laughs> the Gre- word Grease. He's like, I'm done, guys. All right, guys. Three lyric... million dollars, please. <laughs> lyric done. The rest is, is on you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it says music and lyric. And I don't know why Frankie Valli doesn't get like a credit. I, I know that like Barry Deer wrote it, but Frankie yeah, Valli is singing say it. performed by Frankie Valli. Yeah, and Frankie Cause... Valli was in the movie, too. He has like a, I think he has like a, a cameo or something uh-huh. as one of the- Where? I forget. He's like a high schooler or something. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, do you want me to hear, say some more lyrics we missed? I want you to say sentences like that more often. <laughs> <laughs> this is the life of illusion, wrapped up in trouble, laced with confusion. What are we doing here? We take the pressure and we throw away conventionality belongs to yesterday. Uh-huh. I think we might have already said that. Uh, there is a chance that we can make it so far. We start believing now that we can be who we are. This and then the it's the rest of it that we've already heard. And then there's that and then it just goes into like the chorus and stuff. Huh. Yeah. I like that conventionality belongs to yesterday. That's, <laughs> totally. Does that not... I, I actually had that tattooed on my back. I just got it for this podcast. I can yeah, that's yeah. why you're wearing the sleeveless shirt, so I can see it across <laughs> the back there. All right, what else we got should here? Should we get that tattooed? I think you should go get that tattooed. That, that would now. be a great tattoo. Yeah. Biscuits join me in yeah. here on my lap. Yeah, good, Biscuit Biscuit jumped boy. up onto the couch to sit next to Gary and they are snuggling. He's a good boy. And I'm actually gonna get a picture of that and pop it on the old social media where you should follow us. Oh, yeah. We haven't plugged that Drop yet. Drop some of those, Gary, while I take a picture yeah, of you, too. Uh, right, you can right follow now. us on Twitter. People are going to get to see this. Uh, credit score. Biscuit. Yeah. Hey, buddy. There we go. Sleeveless uh, Gary posing with Biscuit. Credits Credits score. You have to put the S on credits on Twitter. And uh, credit score podcast, I believe, on Instagram. Or maybe yeah. I had those backwards. Yeah. 
And uh, you can always email creditscorepodcast oh, at gmail.com. Yeah, we love, we'll, a, love a good email. Yeah. Let us know some of the maybe the, some of the fun facts we missed about these opening credits. Yeah, let us know why it's just lyric and not lyrics. Yeah, yeah, maybe you know that. Uh, associate producer right now, Neil A. Maclis. Maclis? Maclis. Maclis, okay. Yeah. Another bird for you. Okay, and then a, we just we get kind of like a it's kind of like vamping there. Just I think it almost feels like it was just there for that credit to stick on it. Yeah, it's like yeah. a bon, bum, yeah, because it's a long bum, credit bum, produced bum, on the Broadway bum, stage by Kenneth White Weisman and Maxine Fox in association with Anthony D'Amato. D'Amato. Yep, and yeah, it's a musical or it's a instrumental. Yeah, just kind of like It's not like when you're introducing the band. Yeah, like yeah. you know, you just kind of groove a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, I'm in a band, so that's true. That's why I know he dropped the yeah. email and the band. Yeah, so we're huh? checking off everything on the it's list. A cover band. Yeah. <laughs> Edited by John F. Burnett, A.C.E. Do you guys ever do the song Grease? You should. No, we don't. That I would be a fun. We one. don't really do much disco. Could anyone sing any Frankie Valley in your? Probably. That's... Maybe my brother. My brother's uh, got a high voice. I want. I request that Corey okay. Corey Dudak does uh, a Frankie Valley song uh, next. All right, time. I'll tell him. Yeah. Corey, he listens. Yeah. Uh, he'll he'll hear it. So in the background, they're passing like this old theater, and it says Debbie Reynolds and Tammy, which is like I guess her a Debbie Reynolds movie back okay. then. Don't know that. And we see uh, production designed by Phil Jeffries. Which is weird, because usually it's production designer. Yeah. That's or, just an interesting way to say. It's that, yeah. It's it, 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 These credits are a little strange. And Phil Jeffries is spelled kind of weird, too. It's an extra E in there. Well, that just kind of happens with Jeffries sometimes. Jeffrey. It's yeah, either Jeffrey right. or Jeffrey. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it back. And we got some random cars Still going by. And then used car lot. Director of Photography, Bill Butler, ASC, whatever that stands for. I think we decided last time it was a super cinematographer. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yes, for sure. You sure are, Bill Butler. <laughs> Good job, Bill. Uh, another couple shops they go by. A couple shops. A Shell Station. Yep. Um, based on original music by Jim Jacobs and Warren Casey. Correct. Yeah. Screenplay by Bronte Woodard. Adaption by Alan Carr, and these are all on billboards again. as they speed by. Yep. Pepsi Cola sign, produced by Robert Stigwood and Alan Carr, and it's in front of. I guess this is based on the still standing Barney's Beanery, right? Yeah, in yeah. West Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. It was based because most of the movie was shot in LA, LA or yeah. like Venice, Venice High School. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Barney's Beanery was a staple back then. I've been to Barney's Beanery many times. You and myself. I have been to Barney's yes, Beanery together. Right. That is correct. Yeah. We might go there right after this. Played some pool. Are we? That sounds great. Yeah. I, I We're going to watch their, Grease, uh, Grease and then Grease wings. 2 and then go to Barney's Bean. We're spending a week together, Gary. I hope you know this. <laughs> All right. Let me touch my wife. All right. She'll be cool with it. Can you take care of the baby, honey? Max and I are having a week we together. We got some big plans. <laughs> All right. Now we pan out. And the cars that are apparently the T-Birds and the Pink Ladies both speed away. They go like, kind of like racing and a cop sees them and starts chasing after um, them. A bite cop. And then we get the final credit. Directed by Randall Kleiser. Mm-hmm. Long before Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Uh-huh. And Pee-wee. <laughs> and then we hear a siren, and he's chasing the cars, and we see the shot of the exterior of the high school. Drawn on. Animated, and then it fades into the real. The real high school. Yes. And those are the ends of the opening credits. That's it. We and did it. we did not get to see if they got pulled over by the cops. 
what how that ended presumably are they in trouble? presumably they, they pulled them both over somehow two yeah, cars at yeah, once cars. and the kids murdered the cop and, and <laughs> okay. yeah yeah they killed him that's, uh, good... that's why you don't see him in the movie and the rest of the movie is them covering up the murder so yeah so, okay much different version than i've seen but <laughs> maybe i've seen something else i don't yeah. know maybe it's something out a little different i know you i would watch summer. that movie <laughs> uh i just want to point out really quickly and i don't want to touch on it too long so was that stalker sorry we'll get back no, to no, that, but was, that was that stalker channing drawing her mugshot because that <laughs> yeah, makes more sense she that does little, make sense she's a little beat in that that makes sense um there's this there's this theory or whatever this uh fan theory that in those opening the opening scene when they're on the beach Sandy actually dies because in the lyrics of Summer Love and it's like uh he saved me when I almost drowned, she showed up splashing around or whatever. There's uh-huh. this there's this theory that Sandy actually died because she says she's going away or whatever. And then at the end of Greece, if you recall, they fly away like on a on a T bird into the sky, and that the whole movie is her coma dream because <laughs> <laughs> and she actually I mean, dies. That the that ending is so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, where they fly yeah, it, it's bizarre. But anyways, the director and the writer came out and said, No, that's total bullshit. She didn't die. She actually did her family did stay, didn't leave, and they So Danny murdered her. Yes. <laughs> this was like an Aruba vacation. After situation. she after she rejected his advances, he killed her and uh-huh. suddenly she was just drowned. And uh, the movie is her coma dream. The aggression started and that's where it's and then it like it goes into exactly. his head, kind of, where it's like, oh, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I didn't do it. I, I, did, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Not one, not one more. I don't, I don't even know Sakandra What What is her name? Sandy in the movie. What's her last name? Yeah. I don't know. Danny Zuko. What's something Australian? Sandy Hemsworth? Oh no! It's it's she's, that, a Hem- it's she's a Hemsworth. I think it has. It's one of those where it has like double S's. Like remember how we uh, like there's two S's where it shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, God, what is her real? What is her full name? Gary is now looking up uh, Sandy's last name for us. Uh, hang on, I'm gonna find it. Sandy. Uh, nothing like nothing like dead air on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> can't find it. He's scrolling. <laughs> oh, it's Olson. Sandy Olson. O l s s o n. So I, not what you were talking. No, about. No, no, it is Olson. O l s s o n. That's like oh, Australian. two s's. In two there. s's. Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Said. yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying there. Like in our Mamma Mia episode. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, so we talk about our highlights and lowlights real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna start with our our least favorite moments. Okay. The, the oh wow. Credits. Let's Turned do that around. and okay. then do best. Okay. Okay. I'm what sh- was your least favorite moment? I actually have two. They're pretty much tied, uh-huh. and we've already talked about it. Uh, Stocker Channing's caricature looks just least- so <laughs> ridiculous. I yeah. hate it. Makes me mad. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of funny, but it yeah. makes me mad. And then I don't understand Kaniki being a little mole. Like with the <laughs> hair over, like he doesn't even. It's just bizarre. I, I know they did the same thing for Travolta with the hair, but it doesn't even make any sense with Kaniki. And then it just leads right into his caricature. Like he doesn't even put any stuff on his hair or anything. So those are my two lowlights. Yeah, there's both. some loose ends in these credits. Yeah. yeah, and I have similar ones. Like definitely 100 percent the Stocker Channing. I would be so pissed off if I were her. Still to this day, I'm pissed she off. Pro- she I'm probably is. She, yeah, maybe we should find that out. I don't. I don't know what the deal. Yeah, we probably should look up if yeah. that, she's ever said anything about that because I'm sure she's been asked about it. So that's a, definitely a low light. And then also like just the car swallowing him from its head and then burping. Why didn't it go with the mouth? I just I, that upsets me. The car seems weird too, but I don't. Yeah. I don't hate that as much as the other stuff. Yeah. So all right. Well, what's your highlight? My highlight is the same as my low light because I find the stalker Channing characters are <laughs> hilarious. Like it's so, it does not look like her 
it, at all. No. Or the cartoon version that we just saw of her. It's so bad. The fact that it changes from a beautiful cartoon version to that weird ass is, is just I don't understand. Yeah, but it, it doesn't look like the human version of no, her either. No, you're right. It's so you're right. weird. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 shocking. It feels like the animator had something against her. That's all that's <laughs> There Maybe some, they dated or something. It and could he rejected been, yeah. her. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna drive yeah. you so ugly for like not giving me some I'll summer show, hand jobbing. I'll show you, you 34 year old high schooler. <laughs> um, okay, so that's your that's your highlight. Um, my highlight, I mean, I don't want to. Sandy looking very bada bing bada oh, boom Jesus is is nice. Christ. Okay, but that, I don't, don't want to spend the week with that, you anymore. But no, but that's not my highlight. That's just that's just funny to me. My highlight is actually the T Birds when they when they first introduced. I like that they're. They're they're the synchro- awkward, like they're synchronized <laughs> like shaking their butt dance is funny yeah. to me and then yeah I didn't even really notice the snaps weren't on beat when I first listened to it but I just like that their movements are are funny to me so and then all the the background stuff is is cool to like slow down and look at but that's my highlight it is fun like when you like really yeah. like when you dive dive into these credits dive and into see it. like all that the references in there I, it's like when which I, I've never noticed as a kid I was busy singing the song dancing like the T-Birds you were life. holding the hairbrush dancing into the mirror yeah yeah um, yeah. the weird one was the chlorophyll added one I'd never heard that in my life that felt like when I was watching it when this week leading up to our recording it felt like a um, subliminal message almost yes, like, yes like the, I was like what are they trying to it sell it was me? such was a like, quick flash yeah. it was like it was like Fight Club where he yeah. flashes in the pornography in the yeah. movies yeah uh, okay, so should we do our uh, our next favorite segment? The only my only favorite segment. <laughs> how can we have a? This is my our favorite one segment. favorite segment. Yes, uh, it's called Better with a Lion. Yes, it is uh, because oh, it's called Better with a Lion because Max plays uh, an advertisement for Chevy. <laughs> so I, I I leave the keyboard on my lap and I often hit the like space bar and it just hits play with his belly. Anyway. Our favorite segment is called Better with a Lion. Better with a Lion? Because in our Adams Family episode, which people, I know people have gone back and listened because we mentioned it so much because yep. it's got a lot of downloads. Yeah, thank sense. you, everybody. Thank you for listening yeah. to that one. Probably scrolling through to find that part. Got to find out why. Yeah. There's a lion roaming through the house mm-hmm. just randomly mm-hmm. during the house is a museum. The house that is a lyric, museum. And it, and it yep. made those credits so much better. Yep. So we like to throw, see if we can throw a line in these credits to make them yeah, better. It's a big what if. Yeah. What if they threw a line in these so credits? So are these credits better with a lion? Absolutely, Gary. yes. Okay. And it, Where would you put that line? I would put the animated lion. Uh, animated. It would be an animated lion to, uh-huh. to fit the theme of the credits. It uh-huh. would it would chase the two cars when they speed away. That's okay. what I would, I would have it run after them like a okay. cheetah. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I would do. I would slip it in. Um, I want a live action lion in the animation, <laughs> kind of like Roger Rabbit <laughs> okay. style. Okay, all right. In this in 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 Sandy's bedroom where all the uh, animals appear. Ah, okay. With Bambi. Yeah, and maybe just like he eats Bambi. No. Or something. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. add some violent, some cartoon well, animal I violence. I, I just don't buy a lion just like chilling with these uh, these cute animals. <laughs> well, what if it's he like would, a Lion King lion? But like, he would eat Bambi. I think. Yeah, you're probably right. Simba would eat Bambi. That's the problem. That's <laughs> we can talk about it in a different episode when we do Disney. But like we root for Bambi, but then we root for Simba, who would destroy Bambi. True, true. The animal kingdom is very, very scary. Yeah, very dark. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so think, definitely yeah. better. I like this spot. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So um, now's the part of the podcast where we like to get in some uh, little treats. Yeah, little treats. We got some covers of the song. This is the next favorite Perfect. segment. I yeah. would say. Yeah. yeah. The next, next favorite segment because we've had a lot of favorites. <laughs> Third so favorite, far. yeah. All right, um, Max usually busts it to, or pulls together a lot of here uh, credits here that I've never heard. Yeah, I like so. Um, I don't know about credits, but it's. Oh, sorry, I mean covers. Covers, I covers. covers of the yeah. song primarily. Yeah. So, as we mentioned, Barry Gibb wrote this, but the Bee Gees did not perform perform, perform the song. Yeah, they never they never recorded it on their own. I don't know why the Bee Gees didn't do the song for Greece. 
why they chose that, that Frankie is Valley. Weird. Maybe he didn't have the time. Maybe he was like, that's going to cost another $6 million on top of yeah, the $3 million. Yeah, and maybe Frankie Valley was hurting for another number one hit. Yeah. So, but the, the, the Bee Gees did perform this song live, I think, once. I, I read that it's only on one tour, maybe only one, one night. night. Only, yes. One night only okay. in Vegas in 97. So this is just Barry Gibb and the rest of the Bee Gees. Nice. Well, not the rest of the Bee Gees, because sadly we lost Andy Gibb. Mm, I don't know which in, one. Yeah, in early 90s, I think. Okay, okay. Or so maybe in the 80s. Hmm. Uh, that, this is good for the email. Yeah. Email us, let us know which Gibb has died. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the only thing the email is good for, <laughs> is to tell us which Gibb died. Which Gibb brother. So this is Barry Gibb and the rest of the Bee Gees performing Grease. He sounds just like Frankie Valley. And this is older Barry Gibb yeah. too, so like he's you know he's he's yeah. aged a bit. But like, why didn't he do the? He could have sung, sung the song. For, I, I even read like Frankie Valli is known for his like falsetto too, but he yeah. actually sang in a lower octave to like right. match Barry Gibb. And we so. know because of uh, Saturday Night Fever that this his voice would fit the. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really weird. I don't know that they didn't perform it. Maybe he just know. wanted you know it was just being buds. Maybe it was buds with Frankie Valli and said, you know what, you should do this. This is perfect for you. Yeah. Anyway, so if you want to, by the way, we we link to all of these clips that we're gonna play mm-hmm. on our website, Credits Score Podcast. Com. That's right. You can listen to the episodes there, but there's links to all these clips too. There's links to all the credits that we go over. So just, you just can, don't leave that S out. Credits. Credit score, score. podcast because otherwise you're probably going to find out that you got like a 520. You're very <laughs> upset on your credit score. <laughs> exactly. And we don't want to upset you. We want no, you to be happy. We're here for the laughs and yeah. good times. So this next one is a metal cover. It's by a band called Tragedy, yeah. I believe. And uh, let's just take a listen here. My sleeveless shirt is ready for this. Your sleeveless shirt was born for this. <laughs> Crash. I don't know why Barry Gibb didn't do this version for the credits. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> Perfect for the era. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Like, I was looking at you in that sleeveless shirt while this was playing. I yeah. was like, okay. I crushed makes, my beer in my hand. This <laughs> against his forehead. <laughs> this next one I have for you is kind of so this um, is an artist. Uh, her name's Flo Morrissey and Matthew White. They're very like, this is kind of like a, a funky blues version. Okay. on BBC Radio. Oh, he's got Chicago Bears stocking cap on the basis. I like that. Easy listening. Where would you hear this version? Like, where would you be? I feel you'd be in a restaurant or like a hotel, uh, a hotel cocktail lounge. Like a hipster coffee shop, maybe? Maybe a hipster coffee shop. Uh Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I've been in like a hotel bar before where there's like a song that's playing. The guy's just like whispering. Yeah. I, can I get? Can I be that kind of musician? <laughs> sure. You can try it. Yeah. You had the background. You started a musical. Okay, Gary. Next for you, oh, I've got. God. You know how much I love ukulele covers. <sighs> Every goddamn week with a ukulele cover. I don't know why you don't like them. I don't like them. At I all. think they're fantastic. And this girl, her name is Destiny Guerra. Guerra. Yeah. Guerra? And it only has 284 views. And so. I think she deserves some more views. All right, let's I just, see. Yeah. I'll give her a shot. The time is the nope. No, you're out. She's putting her heart into it. She's got a good voice. Just use a guitar. 
No, it's okay. It's okay. I don't want to be mean to Guerra. Listen to that beautiful the voice. voice. Is beautiful. Yeah, it's good. She deserves more views. All right, I'll give her more views. Okay. I'll stop being so hard on her. I just don't like ukuleles that much. So this isn't a cover, but the early Black Eyed Peas, this is pre-Fergie Black Eyed Peas. Okay, I don't even know so this. Like, yeah, because most people don't know yeah. pre-Fergie Black Eyed Peas because um, there was no My Humps yeah, pre-Fergie. It, it was not for delicious. Right. Yeah. Um, Fergie deserves all the credit for those guys <laughs> taking off. Seriously. That's true. Come at me, Black Eyed Peas. But 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 let's not forget about Fergie's national anthem. You know, we give we give some praise. We got to take some away. True, but Josh Duhamel is going to come at you for that because <laughs> he gets very upset when people mention that. Does he really? I think so. Well, they're yeah. divorced now, so who cares? This was at post divorce. So oh, he was okay. Upset All right. It. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Bring it on, Josh Duhamel. Okay, so this is just a little sample version of you'll you'll hear it. Here. Okay. Turn that shit up. Play it again. Okay, so they replaced Freeze with Jam. I like mm. if you think about jam like it's like jam that you put on toast. I like the song a lot. <laughs> Making me hungry, actually. Uh, I like there's a parental advisory warning on that album cover. Were they were they badass? Like were they really that I mean, vulgar? They, maybe they said fuck. Yeah. You can say we, fuck on this podcast. We should have a parental we, advisor on this we podcast. Do. Okay, we do. good. I, I have good. to click yes under explicit on really? iTunes. I don't want to get us in trouble. Yeah, okay. dip, 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 yeah. Because we say fuck. Sometimes. I mean, I <laughs> I don't like it when you say it like that, Max. It's too harsh. <laughs> Fucking harsh. Okay, Gary. This next clip is going to give you nightmares. Oh boy. So this oh, is dear. by Mr. Bungle, which was a side I'm project. I'm already terrified of, by that name. Um, the lead singer from Faith No More. Oh, okay. Faith No More. You know the, Epic. the most popular song. Yeah. With, what? Is this you want it all, but you can't have it? So the lead, that lead singer, they, they always had you like you can feel it. The guys from the band always, had, yeah, today, always had like weird side projects. Anyway, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, they had weird side projects. This was you one of them, and he had a song called Travolta. Wow, okay, and it has some of Greece in it. Oh boy, and it looks very strange right off the it's bat. It's depressing. Right now, we're looking at the screen. There's people like hanging. Yeah, they're they're the all hung. Fuck? These are people like yeah. hung in on this nooses. Is, this is yeah. okay. But anyway, here's the song. This is the official music video. What in the? This is terrifying. Good lord! So all these people like hanging, wearing creepy masks. Yeah, like Hellraiser like, masks. Like, and child stuff. in a like an abandoned subway yeah, train station. I did not like that one bit. Yeah, not one bit. Yeah, that's Max. not a good way. That, that's the last one I have for you. That's not the best way to end the podcast. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go back and play Adele Dazim. Real quick, thank you, so, like, thank you. I need to I need to yeah, cleanse my palate before I get like my that, score. That upset me. Let's just play this real right, quick, and then we can yeah. do our scores. Okay, Please good. welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazim. Okay. Beautiful. Feel better. <laughs> yeah. I feel a little bit better. All right. On now, that note, I can give my score. Yeah. This podcast is called Credit Score. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a score. Um, we we score on key grips. Yep. Because you find key grips in the end credits. Of Usually, every movie. Yep. Pretty much. Along with and, the dolly grip and all that stuff. Yeah. But we key, we don't know what the key grips boy. are. So we decided to use them for scoring. Don't know to what a key purpose. Grip is. Yes. Sorry, any of you people out there who are key grips. <laughs> Sorry, we, our key drippies out probably, there. Probably work their asses off on the set. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like saying we don't, we don't give a fuck what yeah. you do. We just want to use you for scoring. But this is actually but, an homage to you, though, because yeah. we're going we're gonna to give we a score. We want more people paying, paying, 
spaying. Spaying. We want to spay and neuter your pets. Biscuit, and, just, biscuit and, just ran out of the room. <laughs> and pay attention to the, to, to the key drips out there. Yeah. Um, so I am going to give this, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10 key drips, uh-huh. I'm giving Grease, uh-huh. not Grease is the word, just Grease, 6.5 really? key drips. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you think that's low or high? I think it's a little low. Really? Yeah. Well, my problems with it are, it's a great song. Uh-huh. And I, I, I even like the song even more, I think, now that I'm older. But I think some of it's just kind of corny. And I actually do agree a little bit, like once I read into it, that it doesn't really match kind of the vibe of the movie. Sure. Yeah. Um, sorry, Adele doesn't even interrupt me there. <laughs> I just leaned on the keyboard again. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's mostly that the song is good and I like the credits, they're entertaining, but I hate the stalker chaining and the Kaniki problems so much with the animation that it that it drives it takes me out of it a little bit. And I think some of the car chase stuff at the end is a little bit annoying. It does um, seem like filler towards the it, end. It does. It's yeah. filler. So it's not – they're just not completely great. I think if they could have shaded it down and made some fixes, some corrections, it would have been a, a, a seven and a half or an eight. But for me, I'm going 6.5 key grips. Deal okay. with it. So I'm going to go a little bit higher just because I think the song alone gets 6.5 key grips. Mm. I think it's just such See, a great I, if, song. If it's a great even, song. Even though it doesn't fit the time. Yeah, I mean, it was a number one t- number one hit. Like, I, just listening to it all through this week, like, I love the song. A like, great song it. only gives me a, f- a five in my book. Okay. That uh, automatically gets so five. So the credits got, the visual credits got 1.5. Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or no, I would say the song's maybe a 4.5. See, I appreciate that, like, the the art, the artistry was kind of like a homage to, like, cartoons of that era yeah. with yeah. Hanna-Barbera and Disney. Yeah. And I appreciate that kind of, like, working into it. Okay. So I'm going to go a little higher than That's a fine. Well, Probably significantly higher, I guess. Significantly higher? <laughs> You're slurring your words like altered Nancy Pelosi. I wish I could blame video. it on the alcohol, but I was slurring my words <laughs> at the beginning of this thing, too. So it has nothing to do with that. All right. So what do you got? Um, I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. okay. A solid eight. Okay. So yeah. that's pretty easy. I, I'm, a, I'm a mathlete, so I can uh, I can do the math here. Eight for you. 6.5 yeah. for me. Uh-huh. gives a final credits score score of yes. 7.25. Key drips, beautiful. It might be our first point two five we've had. Yeah, but I think that I think that's a perfect. Score I think it's a great score credits. for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's very fitting. It's very deserving. Um, I think Stockard Channing would be like, "Thank you for not giving it a ten because of exactly. my exactly." This that is for Stockard. This yeah, is for Stockard. This they, is for Rizzo. Every podcast from now on is for Stockard. <laughs> All right, I'm down with that. I have no that's objections. A weird first name. It is. I've never. I don't think, think I've it's ever, a stage name. Hmm, I can look it up. Like, how about this? Look it up. One final fun fact for you. If Stockard Channing is her real name, I'm gonna guess it is just because it's so. Stockard's a weird name. Stockard Channing is it's an American actress. Than, it's better than Gary. Oh man, you are right. It's a stage name. It's total stage so name. So what's her name? Susan Williams Antonia Stockard. So she used her last name for her oh, first name. Good yeah. call. Good wow. call. It stands. It stands out more. And see, those are the little credit score score nuggets you get on this podcast, yeah, especially we, if you hang around with us to the very yeah, end. You almost were gonna get it. That was like a last minute. Man. We're yeah, good. We're getting yeah. really good, guys. We are. So we are. what what are we going to do next, you know? Do we have a little teaser for next? We're doing a TV show. That's right. And, and it's your pick. I'm just going to get I'm not even going to say what it is. I'm uh-huh. just going to say TGIF everybody. TGIF. I like that as a teaser because it could be many, 65 many shows. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. Come back and see us and uh, Grease is the word. Stockard. Is the word. Fred. Fred is the word. <laughs> <laughs>